This is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, bonus episode 25 centimeter. On today's bonus episode, we review the Weird Al Strings Attached Tour show at Save On Foods Memorial Center in Victoria, British Columbia on August 21st, 2019. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al it's a podcast about Weird Al. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Canada show number two down. A? A? I feel like I haven't heard a lot of people saying A. I heard a couple people say A. I've heard a lot of people say sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but not a lot of people saying A. Lots of suris, not a lot of A's. A lot of thank yous and pleases. I think the most I've heard suris and A's is just us saying <laughs> it to each other. <laughs> so we had a, a day off. We had we, a day off. There's been so many, like we've been on tour. I mean, <laughs> we can't compare ourselves to the people who are actually on tour because <laughs> they've literally been on tour since the beginning of June. But we... <laughs> I mean, we've seen 17 shows at this point, and I I don't know. I, I don't know what day it is anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like I'm just, like, completely... We're, like, on, like, autopilot or something. Yeah, right? we're, we're just, <laughs> just, like, just, I just go, all right, what do we do next? All right, where are we going next? All right, let's do this. All right, let's do this. All right, yep. So, yeah, so <laughs> whatever it was yesterday... Yeah. We, no, actually, we were at, in Vancouver... And oh, we yeah, had we a, had a whole day off. We had, day, we had a fun day. We had a great day off in Vancouver. <laughs> I forgot about it already. If you, <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it was weeks ago. It does. It really does. It was yesterday. <laughs> this is like credit to like Al, Al's band, his crew. It's just how they do this, and they can like still be functioning at this point in the tour when all we have to do is show up and listen to the concert. We have to sit down in a chair. Sit down in a chair. <laughs> and these guys have to put up this whole set every night, tear it down, perform for you know 90, set, 90 minutes straight, <laughs> coordinate an orchestra, you know, <laughs> do a whole party for an after, like 60 to 100 people after... <laughs> Al's got to go sign autographs, take pictures. <laughs> they got to make sure the 501st is there and right. It's just, I, just putting on a tour is like. And that's not even like breaking the surface. I know. So I, I, many... I, I don't even know what. Right, I don't even know, <laughs> the, stuff I, the stuff we don't even see, I don't even know what they're doing. All right. So, yes. Our day off. Remember yeah, we had that day off? Let's do a quick rundown of the day off. So, <laughs> right, we yeah. got up and we went to our favorite place. Denny's <laughs> and favorite Which, because it was literally attached to the hotel. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not literally. It was almost. Was it? No, it wasn't attached. It was you close. Actually, you actually had to like walk like I don't know fifty feet. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a tough fifty feet, but we went to Denny's and that was already our second time going. And that was like our third time going. No, yesterday was the second. Earlier today was the third. <laughs> Okay. It was our fourth. Oh, Den- right, it was our right. fourth Denny's. Our fourth Denny's. So Canadian Denny's, the apostrophe in Denny's is a, a maple leaf. Nice. <laughs> and they have Canadian cheese. So actually, we had a funny thing happen at that Denny's early yesterday. Do you forget what happened? <laughs> I yes. 
<laughs> they had this like mug full of little tiny slips of paper. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. With the Wi-Fi password written on it. I wish I remembered it so we could tell our listeners they could go and wasn't it like Den Can? Yeah, it was like Den Can seventy two or something. Something like that. that. They had like a whole bucket full of these things, and I was just playing with a little piece of paper, <laughs> and I I squeezed it, and it popped out of my hand, flew up in the air, and landed directly in Jackie's coffee across the table. <laughs> And I think we were all just so delirious, we just burst out laughing. That's so funny. It, yeah, it's still hilarious. So I mean, when in Canada, do as the Canadians do. Yeah, you put the, <laughs> the, Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi password in your coffee. <laughs> so we had breakfast, and then we went for a hike at the, I don't remember what it was called, but it was the dam. <laughs> the damn dam. Actually, yeah, there, there was this dam called the Cleveland Dam, which is weird because it's not anywhere near Cleveland. Yeah, and Cleveland was literally my first tour stop on this tour. Right, so you thought you were back in Cleveland. Yeah, I was all confused. And actually, that was really cool. There was a nice little hiking trail around there. And it actually, if you hiked down, it brought you to the Salmon Hatch. Actually, it brought you underneath the dam or close to the bottom of the dam first and then it brought you to this this is salmon hatchery which is right on the river there and they, they had to build that hatchery because they dammed off the way for the salmon to get <laughs> up the river <laughs> the hatchery was cool you could see a bunch of little baby salmon and then they had fish ladders that the salmon were actually swimming up to yeah so it's, it it's like really a series cool. of little waterfalls that they you can watch these yeah, they had salmon the, jump up yeah they had glass like part of it was uh you could go in and you, it was like glassed off and you could actually it was like a cross section of the waterfall yeah like, and you could see like the salmon like jumping up the waterfalls it was it was crazy it was i never seen anything like that it was so amazing my favorite part was outside the hatchery they had i don't even know what it was like a drainage runoff or something from the hatchery back into the river a river was it a river or a stream a river. okay I don't, I don't know what it was the body of water <laughs> <laughs> and we thought it would be fun to race sticks so, <laughs> so we found some sticks and you know it was not an ideal place to race sticks. You drop it in and it just like kind of... <laughs> kind of floated there for a just, while. Yeah. <laughs> it just fell over this little waterfall. But we were able to throw some over into the body of water and saw those go. And it's funny because you'd throw the stick in and all the little fish oh, yeah, was so funny. would swarm around it. They thought it would be like a dead bug or something. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really cool. Swarm yeah. it. Yeah, but I enjoyed throwing the sticks and watching <laughs> the sticks float. And we came up with a great new way to advertise our podcast. Yeah. We wrote Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al podcast on a stick and we threw it in the river. So somebody will find it one day, pick it up, and listen to, listen our, to podcast. our podcast. And, you know, it's that's how you do it. You do it one listener at a time. You know, it, it works. And it's not littering because... We were it's just re- returning the wood to nature. Yeah, it's nature. Yeah. So uh, that's the salmon hatchery. And then, oh, while we were on the walk, or while we were on the hike, I should say, you looked up and you said, What is that? Is that a ski lift? Yeah, we saw like, these giant towers and we. And I'm like, Oh, that's not a ski lift. That can't possibly be a ski lift. And then we saw a gondola going up the ski lift and we were like, Oh, it's a gondola. And we're like, We need to find that. I just Googled, like, <laughs> I don't even know what to Google, like, chairlift near me or something. <laughs> and it, it came up. And, and it was called, I think it was called the Gondola at Grouse Peak. Oh, yeah, Grouse Peak or Grouse Mountain or something. Grouse Mountain or Grouse Peak. And so we were like, okay, let's go there. So we went there. It was only like um, another 10 minutes yeah, maybe, it was, it was where we were. And it was really, it was kind of cool. Like it was, you just go in this gondola and it brings you up and, it's, and it runs pretty consistently. Yeah, big gondola, I think probably at least 
30 or 40 people. Oh, yeah, easily, yeah. It's a big one. And it would just take you up the side of this mountain and it drops you off at the top. And then they're like, all this stuff's included when you get up to the top. And there were grizzly bears. Yeah. Like, when they said grizzly bears, I was half expecting, like, a guy in a suit. (laughs) Like, a grizzly bear suit. Like, oh, and here's the bear. Get your picture with him. But no, it was, like, actually huge bears. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Huge, scary bears with long claws and... I mean, they were very, they seemed kind of docile. Yeah, well, what they were, they were is, cuddly, is there's but... a story. Uh, their names were Grinder and Kula, which, by the way, Grinder and Kula, that was the original name for our podcast before we it changed is. it. It yeah. is. It is. Grinder and Kula were the two bears that they had, and they were uh, rescued as babies, and their stories, I don't want to... Uh, basically, they, I think they, you've they already orphaned. said too much. They were orphaned <laughs> as babies, and then they kind of uh, they raised them there, and they were they were active as could be. They were just out, like just looking at all the tourists and rolling know, around, rolling like, around, grabbed the grass, grass and, and like and, threw it up in the air yeah, in their belly. Yeah, they were fun to watch. And then we went to we're gonna probably start a spinoff of this podcast because we like this show so much. Yes, it's the world famous lumberjack show. Yeah, the lumberjack show. It was you know very spectacular. I mean, after, at that point, having seen Weird Al 16 times this tour, yeah, this rival, if not, you know, yeah, was better I, than the Strings Attached Tour. It was just, I mean, the production value was... Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> it was, Like, yeah. I can see why it was world famous. Yeah, I, I mean, we understood why, you know, someone who raised their hand said they were from Korea. Like, they, yeah. they came all the way for the Lumberjack show. Really, they had two people, at least, they called that from Dubai, one from Korea. All to get to the Lumberjack show. It was, yeah, it was amazing. And they started, I mean, let's give them a little bit of a rundown of the Lumberjack show. This was... <laughs> we should probably just put a spoiler alert on it. Though. Oh, yeah. So, if you are planning to go to the world-famous Lumberjack show, cover your ears <laughs> right now. For the next 30 minutes, cover your ears, because we're going to be going real in-depth on this Lumberjack show. Yes. And once we saw it, we actually decided to not go see the show in Victoria, and we just stayed, and we watched it every (laughs) four hours. They did it again, and we wrote down the differences, the different colored drinks they had. So we're going to go through that right now. (laughs) No, so uh, it starts off with this guy dressed up like a tourist, pretending like, oh, you're not supposed to be here. Oh, we really are going to go through this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. And then he climbs up the thing, and there's a lot of, like, fart jokes and (laughs) poop jokes, and and then they, they bring out the lumberjacks. And they split us up into Actually, two. Actually, I gotta say, the, the guy who climbed up that tree, he was acting like he was like a dumb, you know, drunk tourist type of guy, you know. But he actually was really, really talented. And at one point, he was standing on his head on the top of this. I don't know how tall this <laughs> tree like was. 60 feet 60 tall. 60 feet tall. <laughs> but he was standing on his head on the, in like this thin little tree. And it was like, okay. That was a little weird. Was a, was I a, just felt remember, a little feel scared for him for when, a couple When he times. was up there, there was this little kid behind us. And he kept asking his parents, is that man going to die? <laughs> No, that you know. Then they, you know, they get axes and chainsaws and they cut yeah, stuff. It was, it was like a competition, like but very scripted, <laughs> very scripted competition. Actually, I think some of it. I'm thinking when they were standing on the yeah, actual... and chopping, that was probably legit. Uh, maybe. <laughs> but what we're saying is, drop well, what you're doing and, and come to Vancouver and, and go and see go that. see the world famous lumberjack. So then we we took. Oh, a... and by the way, we should tell people that our lumberjack won. Yeah, they did split, they split us into two. Yes. And we had the blue lumberjack, and he won. Yes. Because we cheered hardest. (laughs) (laughs) So then we took this uh, chairlift 
Well, we actually we're on a real yeah real ski lift at this time. Yeah, and... you know one of the ones where you you know you're out in the open and you just put the bar down. We went up to the tippity toppity peak of the mountain. All right, so this is the first time I've ever been on a ski lift. And let me tell you, it was terrifying. <laughs> and See, I'm not generally afraid of heights. But basically, if you've ever been on a roller coaster, you know how they strap you in and like like you can't like move or anything? Right? <laughs> this thing, they just kind of, it's this little, thin little arm that's hanging off of this cable that's really thin. <laughs> and then it's swinging back and forth. And they're just like, all right, just sit down. And you sit down and all of a sudden they throw this like bar, which does nothing, <laughs> over top of you. And then they like raise you up and they bring you over the forest and... It's not like it clicks down. It's just... right, right. You can lift it up at any point. It's not like they strap you. You don't have seatbelts on. Nothing. And they're bringing you up this side of this, and like they're just you're above the treetops, you know. <laughs> and you're looking down, and, and there's like nothing around you at all to protect you. I was there to protect you, Dave. <laughs> and just to add like a little insult to injury here, they went right over top of the uh, grizzly bears <laughs> enclosure. So even if you did manage to survive the fall. You would be, like, injured, and the bears would come over and maul you to death. So it was, like, a certain death, no matter what happened. But the uh, mauling to death experience was an add-on ticket, so yeah, you would have had to pay you more. you did have to pay extra for that. <laughs> so we get to the total tippily top, and then we go up even further. We went to the Eye in the Sky, is that what it was called? Sure. <laughs> I don't know what it was called, but they have this giant windmill with an elevator in the center of it. And you go all the way up, and then you're in this little donut-shaped room. Yeah. And you're right at the top of the windmill, like this giant windmill. And you're Yeah, I don't there. have the exact specs, but it was something like 4,125 yeah. feet. I think it was feet, not like Canadian feet, but like real right. American feet. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was really cool. That was, you know, you got some good views. But really freaking scary because... You get up there in this, you know, donut-shaped glass room, and it starts moving, and it's like, is this supposed to move? <laughs> Unfortunately, there's a guy up there who works. <laughs> and he must get that a lot, because he's like, it's supposed to move. <laughs> but the thing is, it wasn't like, like, you ever see those rotating restaurants or whatever? Right. expected to go all the way around. This, like, moved, but it moved, like, With no rhyme inches. or reason. <laughs> it didn't seem... Safe, but we survived. And it was a cool view up there, it really was. You could see out over the whole harbor there, and you could see the boats in the harbor. You could see the whole Vancouver city. It was worth the... And you could see Mount Fuji in the distance. Yeah, Mount Everest or something. I don't yeah, know. one of those. One of the mountains. Yeah, it was, it was actually really nice up there. It was cold, but it was nice. So the fact that we just kind of stumbled on this, like we saw it from the distance, right. and then we we're like, hey, and we should check we this did, out. Right, we it ended know. up being really fun. Yeah, it did. Especially the Lumberjack show. That was the best part. <laughs> oh, and the best part is on the way down, one of the lumberjacks was in our gondola. We got his autograph, and we, as Dave mentioned, we are now going to be changing the name. Every centimeter moving forward will be Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch lumberjack podcast. <laughs> yes. So I look forward to that. So then we went to dinner. If you remember from the previous centimeter, our friend Crispy. Crispy. He, Crispy had suggested, hearing that I was a vegetarian, that we should check out this place called Acorn, or The Acorn, which yes. is, I went to their website. They won, like, number one for best vegan restaurant in the world or something insane wow. like on the top 50 they were number one wow so we went there and it was great i enjoyed my meal each meal was based on a different vegetable i guess <laughs> i don't even remember what mine was called mine was based on a cheese like a hard cheese that they cheese is a vegetable 
Uh, apparently, okay. an acorn it is. And it was great. So I don't know what the heck I had. But afterwards, Dave said, hey, we're uh, actually two blocks from an ice cream parlor. <laughs> but two Canadian blocks. Right. As it turned out, two Canadian blocks are actually like 15 American blocks. <laughs> <laughs> so I just... All right, so Jackie and Ethan really, really enjoyed this vegetarian place. I generally don't go for vegetarian food. So... I reluctantly (laughs) And what I did order was good. I ordered a a radish dish, which I was actually really, really good. And then I ordered as an icon appetizer. And then I ordered a corn-based dish, which was also really good, except for they put mushrooms in it. And mushrooms are like my actual mortal enemies. (laughs) I don't understand anyone who would eat a mushroom. It's fungus. It just, no, no, grosses me out. I would eat a mushroom before I ate meat. I don't know that I would eat a mushroom either. So so I, I, I hear you there. About half of my meal was... Inedible. (laughs) And not because it was vegetarian, because it was mushroom. So I was still hungry, so I was like, I got to find something else to eat. And I don't want to go back and eat popcorn in the hotel room. So they had free Wi-Fi there, so I used their free Wi-Fi to find an ice cream place, which actually looked closer on the map than it really was. So... We went there, and it was cool because they made all of their ice cream on demand with liquid nitrogen. So you order it, and they dump in the ingredients, pour in the liquid nitrogen. Yeah, it was was really cool to to watch them make the ice cream. forget what flavor. Oh, it was like salted caramel. And they gave us sprinkles. Yeah, it was 50 Canadian cents to add sprinkles, which, of course, you always add sprinkles. Yes. doesn't matter the price. You always add them. Sure. There was maybe (laughs) 23 sprinkles. Not even a full 27. There was maybe 23 sprinkles. But they were really crunchy sprinkles. So I could have gone with at least 25. (laughs) At least a penny per sprinkle. (laughs) Canadian penny per sprinkle. Yeah, it was a great day. And we were like totally exhausted (laughs) at the end of it. Yeah, I got back to the hotel room and I just, I fell asleep. On my bed. At the end of the bed with my legs hanging off with shoes still on. And I woke up at like four in the morning. I was like, oh. Because <laughs> we just kind of planned to go to the Cleveland Dam and walk around there for like an hour or two. And all of a sudden we added another like three or four hour adventure on Grouse Mountain. And then a three or four hour adventure walking to the ice cream place. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it was a long day, but it was a fun day. I had a lot of fun. I mean, I definitely did. Yeah, so then we woke up and we decided, uh, you know, we're in Canada. Let's try something that we can't get at home. And for the third day in a row, we went to Denny's. Yes. <laughs> Actually, the fourth day in a row. <laughs> That's true. Third day in this country. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to get sponsored by Denny's, I guess. Yeah, so if you're listening and you if Denny's know- is listening... Denny's really should just be the official sponsor of Weird Al concerts. Yeah. Because that's where you end up after a Weird Al concert. Or before a Weird Al concert. Or while you're traveling. You just end up in Denny's. Yeah. Because they're everywhere and they're consistent. They're not necessarily consistently good, but they're consistent. (laughs) Uh, Then we took our our journey on to Victoria and, and we had to get on a ferry. Yes. And the ferry was interesting. We parked and then we go upstairs and it's like a cruise ship. There's like, you know, a food bar and drinks and you know live entertainment right yeah jackie was like oh all we need is a a rock climbing wall and the woman next to us was like there is one for the kids and we're like oh okay and then she tried to pawn her kids off on us yeah she's like you can borrow my kid in fact you can keep him okay okay no uh actually it was raining i just walked around on the upper deck 
outside. It was windy, it was cold, but beautiful views. It was really cool. And this is the first time I've ever taken a boat to a Weird Al concert. Me too. Me too. I've done airplanes, I've done cars. I mean, we've done it all just for this show. We got in, and our hotel's called the Robin Hood Hotel or something. <laughs> I don't know what the heck it's called. So this is like one of those like old-fashioned hotels. They actually gave us a key, a metal room, key. metal key, a room key. <laughs> and then I, got, I went to go check in. And Frank had got us upgraded to this beautiful suite. It's like, yeah, it really is like one of the nicest hotels we've stayed in. We've had good luck good this with, with Frank. And oh, by the way, we did leave Frank back at the ferry station, Vancouver, because we had purchased four tickets, of course, to cross over. But you also have to pay for your car. Right. So we're like, well, we kind of need the car. So right. uh, Frank, you just can stay back and we sold frank's ticket and we used that money to get our car over here and some refreshments yeah of course. we had to buy something on the ship I right mean, there was you know an hour and 40 minute journey yeah not gonna not eat something Come plus it would be rude to not you know buy some t-shirts and mugs yeah. from the gift shop so so frank did a good job getting his hotel room actually because yeah it's got, he like, would have enjoyed it he would have enjoyed it he it's, it's got it. its own living room area it's, it's really it's got good. an oven it does it's got a kitchen it's got a full <laughs> kitchen <laughs> then we had a very great dinner we did. We had an amazing dinner. We met with episode 10-inch and episode 16-inch guest, John Bermuda Schwartz. For yes. Dinner. And we went to this amazing ramen place and had great ramen. Although Bermuda got his meal and his didn't come with noodles. He was, <laughs> <laughs> somehow he ordered the one ramen that had no ramen noodles in it. <laughs> he kind of like didn't realize it until he noticed we all had ramen. He was like, wait a minute. Because <laughs> we're like trying to figure out where we can go. And everyone's like, I like ramen. Yeah, I like ramen. Ramen's so yeah. like, all right, ramen's great. So we need to order the ramen. <laughs> but it was a great conversation with Bermuda. It's great to, to just sit down and just talk to him, you know, off the podcast record. Really, it was amazing. And then he clued us in that there was a, a record store uh, right around the corner from where we were eating. And Yeah, uh, he said he had checked out two record stores in the area. And uh, what was really interesting is we were asking him, like, oh, well, what kind of stuff are you looking for? And he pulled out a <laughs> list. He had brought a printout from his personal collection. Yeah, yeah his database. So he had uh, one bundle of paper that was everything he owns that is made in Canada. And then he had another list of things he needed from Canada. Yeah. And I got to take a look at that list, and there was some amazing stuff. Stuff that I just... Didn't I didn't even know existed, right? Yeah, I didn't even know existed. I mean, like... The one thing that jumped out to me is he has two different versions of the Canadian pressing of the movie Wedding Crashers because in one of the scenes, apparently Weird Al is mentioned. And <laughs> I've seen that movie a couple times. I don't remember that scene at all. I haven't seen that movie. I know I have at least, maybe, I don't think I have the Canadian one, but I have a version of the DVD in my collection and I haven't even opened it up yet. But I think that I remember that Al is like in one of the deleted scenes. Or they mentioned Al in one of the deleted scenes. <laughs> so that's how detailed Bermuda's collection is. He has the, is. Canadian, he has the version. Canadian version. He has of... two different Canadian versions <laughs> of 
the deleted scene of a movie. Uh, it's amazing. So yeah, just his, like flipping through that list, he was gracious to give me a few minutes. It was amazing. His just collection is just amazing. He was telling us a little bit about just how big it is and you know and everything. It was great to just talk to him about it and everything. And he helped us out because he helped you find some Canadian things you were looking for. Yeah. So he mentioned that there was an even worse chromium cassette tape. Yeah, chromium and... dioxide cassette tape. Yep. And I'm pretty sure I don't have that. <laughs> so it was a used CD store. So they had that, and they had a number of other Canadian release CDs. And my Canadian releases are definitely lacking, so I just I picked them all up. Nice. And I also found a, a rare Tenacious D first pressing of their self-titled album with the rare artwork on the back. And it was a Canadian one, so I was really happy with uh, all those purchases. And as I was uh, checking out at the front... The guy sees that I bought six Weird Al items, and I'm wearing a Weird Al shirt. <laughs> oh, by the way, you're wearing your black official Dave Nathan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast shirt. I was wearing my official white Dave Nathan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast shirt. We were the yin and yang. That's of, right. Uh, That's right. Of, of podcast shirts today. But uh, so I'm checking it out, and the guy's like, hey, are you going to see Weird Al tonight? And I was like, I sure am. And he said, oh, where is he? I was like, oh, the Save On Wherever, wherever we sit, <laughs> Save On Foods Memorial Center. He's like, oh wow, that's a big venue. I was like, yeah, I'm excited. And he's like, you're gonna try and get one of these signed. <laughs> and Bermuda's like literally standing right next to me. And I said, well, maybe I can at least get his drummer to sign it. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the joke goes over the guy's head, but it was really funny to me. <laughs> I would have just like ripped one of them open right there and turned around and like, hey, will you sign this for me? (laughs) I wish I had. (laughs) So, yeah, so that was great. Just getting to hang out with Bermuda. He's the greatest. So many great stories. So many great insights. So many great stories. I mean, and what was also coincidence is that, I mean, on today was the day that we decided to release the interview we did with Bermuda back in Cleveland. I don't think he even realized that it was out. He's <laughs> like, oh, we released one today. He's like, oh, who's the guest? And we're like, you. <laughs> <laughs> so that was awesome. So then we, uh, we found parking at the venue right across the street from the venue. And it was really interesting because the machine... It said Weird Al on the machine. And so we paid for the parking and it printed out a ticket and it said Weird Al right on the ticket, the parking yeah. coupon. So <laughs> sorry, Dave, I did call that for my collection. <laughs> I know you wanted it. <laughs> How close were you buying another uh, parking spot? Just another parking spot. I, just, I should have just purchased another parking spot just to get that. <laughs> so we went into the venue and we were so excited because we have VIP and Dave and I have on our first concert bought everything in the merchandise but there were a few things that we wanted to pick up actually bermuda clued us in on another thing we didn't even know about there is a variation on another of the items we found out that there are two versions of the lunchbox that's right so originally and i didn't even realize it i locked out and when i purchased everything on the first show of the tour and we talked about it on episode two centimeter I was looking at the lunchbox and it has a, the back piece, I guess, of it is black, right? So Bermuda said, well, at some point they had switched it over and it's now silver. And it must have switched out before my first show because I bought mine the first day <laughs> and mine is silver. So there are, uh, you know, black ones out there that I need to track down. So if you happen to have a right. black backed lunchbox and you don't really care as much, I'd be happy to trade you. I'll probably pick up another silver one. 
just so I have it to trade with someone. Make yeah. it worth your while. Yeah, so there's another variation out there for you guys are the collectors to track down. So we wanted to pick up a few things. So we did so have I, VIP. Right. I was like, this is great. I have VIP this evening. I'm going to be in for the stress-free shopping. I'm going to run right over, grab that silver lunchbox, and not have to wait in any lines for it. And <laughs> be wonderful. I don't have room for it in my luggage, so I wasn't quite sure how I'm going to get it back to the... Well, I know how I'll get it back to the States. I don't know how I'll get it back to New Jersey. Right. But uh, I'll figure that out somehow. So I run over. You know, I ask the woman behind the merchandise stand to get it. She gets it. She brings one, and she brings the first one out. is dented. And I'm like, nope. Put that, bring that back. <laughs> so the second one she brings out is like in perfect, pristine condition. I'm like, that's it. Let's do it. And I have not converted any money into Canadian money. So all I'm doing is I'm paying everything with a credit card. And that seems to be working so far. So I take out my credit card and she goes, cash only. I went, <gasps> I don't have cash. I'm from the States. <laughs> so she tried to check with somebody like, nope, cash only. So I don't have a silver lunchbox, and I'm sad. I have a silver lunchbox. <laughs> I'll trade you, trade me for my, my black. Yeah, my I'll black trade you for the black. One. <laughs> and I was gonna get some stuff too, and I was out of luck. So, <laughs> so we uh, merch lists decided to just wander around because we were there an hour and a half early. <laughs> oh, we didn't mention it while we were waiting in line. We did get a chance to hang out with JW and talk to him a little bit about the tour posters that had been released oh yeah we're kind of just going over all the different tour posters and we kind of which ones we liked and one thing we all agreed upon is that they all look much much better in person than they do on the instagram the yeah. instagram kind of the shrink down version once you can see the details and the color and the texture really it, it adds so much i mean they're beautiful it. on instagram but like when you see them in person you're like wow that just yeah. is amazing some that like you know i would see on instagram like i like that but it's not my favorite I would actually see it in person and be like, wow, yeah. that is really cool. So that's something out there for, you know, the collectors too. If you're kind of on, you know, on the fence about a design and you're thinking maybe of purchasing it from, because I know some of them are available from, you know, the artists themselves or inside every once in a while, one of them will show up on eBay. If you're, you know, kind of considering, you know, adding one, just realize that, you know, they do look really good in person. Yeah. And I don't, th I think whichever design you choose, you would definitely be happy with. Should we talk about the paper? I was going to get to that. Okay. <laughs> so we're walking around because we're in like an hour and a half early and there's no like shopping to do because <laughs> they won't take my money or they won't take even, my credit card. <laughs> well, yeah, even though your money is worth more than their money, <laughs> they won't take it. That's right. I, that's right. I couldn't even pay in American dollars. <laughs> So, yeah, so we're walking around, and as we walk past one of these like a security, security desks information, or information yeah. desk, you know, Ethan just grabs a pamphlet off of their desk, and I'm like, why did you grab that? And he's like, where now might be in here? I was and hoping like, there was like an event listing, because it said information, so maybe there's an it was event like, listing. It was like a map of the venue. It well, I like... noticed that after I opened it <laughs> and had it. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so I, I wrote Weird Al's name on it, and Dave said now it counts for so. the collection. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we kind of didn't have much to do, so we just were pacing the length of the <laughs> stadium. We couldn't back even and walk forth. all the way. It was like a hockey stadium that, had right? Been, you know, a smaller hockey stadium that had been kind of converted into a cut in half. Well, it was still a full stadium, but they cut it in half with like you know black. Yeah, there's probably like a third maybe cut off. So we could so, walk, so you walk could in a big U you shape. could walk in a big U shape. So we kept walking back and forth. So it was meant we had to pass that <laughs> information desk multiple times. So and I thought it would be funny to <laughs> grab another 
pamphlet each time I walked by. And the second or third time, they didn't really pay much attention. But like by the fourth or fifth <laughs> and sixth time, they were started getting a little... Because I was probably the only person grabbing a map. <laughs> looking you know? a little bit weird. <laughs> Weird at Ethan, and then by like the end, I think they had called security over to kind of stand by, by and kind of just keep an eye on Ethan as he's walking by. Then at one of the ends of the U, I found another like stand that had a whole stack of those. So I took all of them and I went back to the original stand, and instead of taking one, I put a giant stack. <laughs> so they ended up with more than they started with. And the guy, they, the police officers gave me like a real weird look. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> Uh, we did meet up with JW for a second time. Oh, yeah. I forgot about so that. Oh, we, we took a picture with him, we too. We took a picture. And then we fa- actually found a 27, a picture of somebody on a mountain bike with racing number 27 on it. And we took a picture with JW with the 27. But I do want to point out a possible misconnection that we ran across here. Oh, I as forgot we were, about that. As two people were walking in, that we noticed that there was a gentleman in a red plaid kilt that <laughs> That's walked right. in. And we're like, okay, so that guy's wearing his uh, red plaid kilt. And about four or five people behind him in line, there was a gentleman in a full red plaid suit. <laughs> and I'm like, suit coat, uh, suit pants, coat, jacket, tie, yeah, tie everything. everything, just all like red plaid. And I'm like, oh, those two got to meet. <laughs> and so... Like, they just kind of walked in and just didn't even, like, acknowledge each other. And then, like, they didn't see each other. And then later on, as Ethan and I and Jackie are pacing back and forth around this venue, we see them both in line, in separate lines, at the food vendors, right? The food vending area. Refreshments. Refreshments is the word I was looking for. Very good. And they both, like, don't see each other anymore. And then at one point, another time, like, we were just waiting, trying to decide if we want to head in and find our seats yet. And they both walk by in opposite directions, like, don't make eye contact. I'm like, how can you guys not see each other? (laughs) They will meet one day, and they will have beautiful children, (laughs) those two guys. They have beautiful plaid children, red plaid children. That's right. Which Uh, they will bring on rock walls on ferries. (laughs) So we, uh, we got our seats. I had bought VIP almost entirely to get a better seat because by the time I decided to add the show, it was not much left as far as seats. So I ended up in the second row on the Steve side, but I was stuck between two large Albanian women <laughs> with excruciatingly severe body odor, and the kid behind me kept throwing up the whole time. The flight attendant ran out of... (laughs) (laughs) The flight attendant in your row? Yeah, it was a a weird row. Uh, (laughs) So it was a bit uncomfortable, to say the least. There was a large guy next to me and and the large guy on the other side of me. So the three of us kind of all were uncomfortable. (laughs) And the seats were all, like, attached together, so we couldn't really have any breathing room. That's Uh, unfortunate because where Jackie and I were sitting, which was about row four, (laughs) there was nobody next to Jackie. It was technically an aisle and it was a wide aisle and there's like a wide aisle in front of us so i could stretch my feet out i could had enough room the person next to me wasn't crowding me out or anything i had a really great seat very oh, pleasant experience i'm so glad dave i'm so glad one of us had a it was really pleasant. nice however i was looking for you and like i couldn't see you yeah i mean what are the odds that you couldn't see me despite i was you know just two rows ahead of you I was looking for you, but every time I would look to try to find you, some guy would just stand up and start waving at me. It was really crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, and I mean, I saw Jackie, but I, yeah, I don't know how that happened. I just Maybe it was that black shirt you're wearing. Yeah, it just blends in. I'll wear my red shirt tomorrow, maybe. <laughs>
The Are, first thing I noticed up on stage, I don't know if you noticed this right away, but first thing I noticed that there was no plexiglass around the orchestra. Really? I saw some plexiglass. I mean, there was some in front of... Uh, it wasn't. didn't go fully across. It, it, went, right. it was just like, just it where stopped at Eric. Uh, Eric usually yeah. usually stands. And that was just to, like where Eric stands, and then right on the other side of Eric is where Al's gals stand. So it was just kind of separating Eric from Al's gals. Hmm. And Bermuda's drum set was still in his plexiglass yep. uh, aquarium. But other than that, there was no plexiglass to uh, kind of muffle the sound of the uh, orchestra and they didn't really need to because of like this is an open hockey arena type of thing so there was that the sound dissipated out in every direction so it really wasn't necessary and it was necessary at the other shows which is why i was there but it was the first thing i noticed when i looked at the stage and when we uh walked in i don't know if you noticed this but i noticed confetti on the ground already as we were walking into the venue did you see that? I did not see that. Yeah, little white squares. So I don't know if they did a test run or, or what happened. But that might explain something from later. So we'll have to yeah, so uh, there's a little teaser bring that back up. And it was really cool because we were sitting on the Steve side of the stage or the Ruben side of the stage or the cat side of the stage because That's true. cat was in the orchestra again. Cat That's O'Carroll. right. Or the Scotty side. That too. <laughs> or the half of Eric's side <laughs> the right half of Eric's side and it was really like great because where we were sitting I could watch Kat the entire show my eyes did not leave her the entire show Yes. so our view is just going to be all about Kat O'Carroll Kat and when she scratched her nose that one time and she... <laughs> so no, it, was, it was really cool getting could, to see I her I could see her the entire because I couldn't see her in Vancouver because of where I was sitting she was blocked by a lot of other performers and instruments so it, it was, was fun because it gave me someone else to look at you know like I, I like checking out the band I like looking yeah. at Eric I like looking at Al's gals and I, you know I, I, I like to kind of during a song just really check out everything I can and knowing someone on stage. I know, it's so another cool. person on stage it's so is cool. great. It's like, uh, I, not only do I know the people in, in the band and some of the members of the crew that are up on stage, but now I also know somebody in the orchestra, which is really, really cool. And it was great, you know, you know, she would play percussion and it would switch around what yes. instrument she was actually playing, but it was cool. Like, you know, she would do the cymbal crash or she would do, <laughs> you know, the xylophone and it was really cool to, yeah. to be like, oh, she's doing this part. I know. Is, I was like, I can hear that. Yeah. I can hear <laughs> It's like, I can what see it happening. <laughs> and, and I, yeah, that was a lot of fun. So Stormtrooper Symphony started and we got all the regular favorites. Yeah, the Raider March, Mission Impossible. I don't know if you heard Mission Impossible after that ended. Somebody yelled out, Star Wars. Yeah. Like, like a yeah. request song. Yeah. Like they're, yeah, they're taking requests. An orchestra is just taking requests. <laughs> all right, guys, what do you say? Let's just do Star Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you guys it. know it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know it. I know it. Okay, let's do it. So then, uh, of course, it went into Superman. And after that, we had Eric. I got to say that there was this little girl that was sitting, like, in the technically in the row behind us or two rows behind us there was another break in the seats where it was like a, an aisle way to walk through and this little girl was wearing a superman shirt wow so after i noticed that she was wearing it i'm like oh this is gonna be great she's gonna hear her favorite song right <laughs> you know her favorite theme song so i'm like oh but i feel bad because it's gonna be the uh, third song of the the evening that she hears, and then all the rest of it's going to be downhill for her. <laughs> like, people come to the concerts to hear their favorite songs, and then, you know, they hear them. And they, not that she didn't enjoy the rest of the concert, but it's like, oh, I've already heard my favorite song. 
An unexpected favorite. Did, she, <laughs> did you hear her comment on it at all? I didn't. No, okay. Well, maybe she doesn't even know who Superman is. and it's oh, just... Why would she wear Superman's uh, well, maybe she, emblem on maybe her Maybe her name if... just starts with an S and she liked the S. Maybe. It was a sparkly Superman. Oh, well, I would buy that. And I don't necessarily like Superman. <laughs> <laughs> so, and during Eric's little chat. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Am I ever going to get to no, tell this? I, <laughs> what did it? What was Eric? <laughs> uh, a few episodes, a few bonus episodes ago, we mentioned that he called it an orchestra warm-up segment. And he did call it that again tonight. Mm. Instead of just the orchestra-only selections. And then, before they started Star Wars... I think the same guy who yelled out Star Wars yelled out like a surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard that one. I did hear that one. I also noticed that during Star Wars, uh, Jim Kimo West had come out and he was standing yeah. on the side, of, like as far back as you can, like peeking around the curtain, kind of, and just kind of stood there for most of the song. Yeah, he was just, just kind of just, enjoying just, it. And he wasn't taking pictures that I noticed or anything. He just came out just He took to a listen. couple pictures. Oh, but I didn't see him take the pictures. But yeah, initially he took a few, but then he just stayed he and just enjoyed it. He just stood there and just listened to the, uh, the I don't blame him. I mean, if I, if I had that kind of access, I would totally check out. Because it was such a talented orchestra. It, it is. And they, it was the, the same one from Vancouver. They had come over on the earlier ferry, I believe. And they sound amazing, that orchestra. They really, yeah. they really are. They're really a tight, tight, tight orchestra. They're really, really good. Also, we, the people who are sitting next to me got up, you know, as a lot of people do during intermission, and went back out to, you know, walk away. And then, you know, Eric tells you it's a twenty-minute intermission, right? So you should be yeah. able to plan your activities, you know, to get be back in your seat within twenty minutes. Well. I'll fill you in when these <laughs> when they return and they, they return <laughs> when we get to that part in the show. Okay, so twenty minutes go by and uh, <laughs> we get to Fun Zone, which was great. I usually notice Bermuda walking out, but I guess I was just like kind of lost in the song, and I, you know, I, I got to truly get you know the experience of like, hey, this came out of nowhere. Here's the drummer, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So I, I enjoyed that, and then uh, you know, then of course Steve. Ruben and Jim come out, yeah. and Jim came out, and I think his guitar was turned up really high because it was like yes. a booming, like. When yeah, he I kind of noticed that too. The first drum hit that Bermuda had was like really loud. Then it was back to normal, and then the first note that Jim played was really loud, and it was back to normal. So the microphones were turned up a little too high, yeah. I guess, and then quickly fixed. Al came out, did his little boneless boy dance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, huge, huge uh, applause for Al. Yeah. And he went right into the medley. Yep. And I noticed that you came up with a phrase for this, but I kept seeing the boxers <laughs> peeking through. Yes. Uh, boxer leakage, I think. I boxer leakage. <laughs> Hashtag boxer leakage. Yes. And usually I will notice that during word crimes, but yep. I don't know if I ever noticed it during the medley. Oh, but wow. It, I didn't I, notice it during the medleys. Yeah. It must have just been folded a certain way, but yeah, I saw it a number of times during yeah. the medley. Oh, okay. That's weird because I was usually sitting down during the medley. Well, he stands up during like a surgeon. Okay, so, so that, you that, it like must have been during okay. like a surgeon. Yeah, I really this concert heard each individual person who was singing. I heard their vocals like hmm. spot on. Like you, I could you, pick out each voice and all the vocals. Wow. So I mean that whatever. Yeah, the sound was whatever great sound that whatever they had done with the sound for that one. Just I could pick out like each person singing. It was really good, so I just wanted to point that out. Like I could hear, you know, the Al's gals. I could hear when Steve was singing. I hear when Jim was singing. Yeah, you know, and then just 
I could obviously also hear when Al was singing. Right. Which very is very unusual to hear Al singing. <laughs> Al says, you know, he's very happy to be back in his hometown of Victoria, British Columbia. He said, you know, he's a proud Canadian citizen. And he's, of course, as everyone knows, spent the last several decades in the United States doing research of their culture so he could write the next song, which was <laughs> Twine Ball. <laughs> and I'm so glad that Al has, uh, you know, dedicated himself like that. For his artwork. Yes, all that for one song. Yeah, and what a great song. The horn, though, was very faint. Like, I I almost didn't hear it tonight. Yeah, I I just barely heard it as well, yeah. And I was in the second row, so I don't know if they need to blow harder or or what. (laughs) Those trombone players. You know the part where the lyrics, it goes, roll down the long and winding interstate, you know? Yeah. Right before the 50s or soda. I noticed that this isn't going to translate great on an audio podcast, but Al's arms were he was kind of doing this with his like a wavy type of thing with his arms like a dog paddle yeah word crimes word crimes the word crimes so again i noticed i pointed this out on a previous episode that right before alice turns off to the side of stage and says turn me up he licked his finger again yep i saw that said, I turn me up so this part of the song this is, he's not actually asking no right right that, that, you're right that's actually <laughs> lyrics in the song if you actually listen to the album he does that too the album version I love the attention to detail Al gives. Right. And this is where I noticed serious boxer leakage. Yep. That's where the the heart boxers were making appearance. Yeah. Yeah, because he lifts his arms a lot and they just uh, pop out. And then he went into one more minute. And I've missed it the last couple shows, but I got to see it tonight where Al's gals all kind of tilt their microphones together, Mm -hmm. the mic stands in. Good catch. So I like seeing that. And I noticed the first woman Al <laughs> sat on, the, she kept looking at her husband like, I know. Is this okay that Al's sitting on me? <laughs> like, it was fun. Yeah. Of she, course it's okay. <laughs> her husband was enjoying it. So. Yeah. <laughs> As someone who uh, has had Al interact with their significant other during a, <laughs> a song where he interacts with women, it's the greatest. And <laughs> yes. I purposely, this was in Schenectady, I purposely put my girlfriend on the aisle knowing <laughs> very well that there was a good chance Al would sing to her and he did not disappoint. Very so nice. yes. it was awesome. Yes, I've been sitting next to many different friends at concerts that we'd gone to from sitting with a woman at the concert. I just let her have the aisle seat if that's the option. Yeah, you know, yeah because, of course. Because you never know if he's going to interact. And I've, I've seen him interact with many different people up close and personal. <laughs> and it's, it's always fun. And, you know, when it's your significant other, like when he interacts with Jackie, it's even better. You know? Yeah. Did you notice what was missing today? Yes. So Al, you know, after he sits on this woman and she's looking at her husband, he stands up and reaches in his coat pocket to grab a scarf. But nothing comes out. So, you know, he keeps singing, but he looked a little puzzled. So he reaches in the <laughs> other side, and there's no scarf. And yep. so he just, you know, he kind of fumbles around, and then he just keeps going. He keeps walking, and, you know, he keeps singing to other people, but doesn't actually obviously give them anything until uh, he gets to the fork line, and there was a fork. So he brought out the <laughs> fork, gave the fork out. I don't know if I ever noticed before, but he takes the fork out of his pants pocket. Oh, does he? Yeah, rather than his jacket pocket. Or at least he did today. So oh, I didn't catch that. I was thinking, you know, not only does he have boxers tucked in his pants the entire concert up until that point, but he's got a fork in his pocket, <laughs> which could jab his leg. <laughs> yeah, that's very dangerous. So um, I was suffers little, for his So art. I don't know if that was just, I have to, oh, I don't, we won't see it again. Well, oh, that's true. That so, was our last one more minute. <laughs> Somebody will fill us in, I'm sure. Yes. You can tweet us at 2000inch. Let us know where that fork came from. Let us know where the fork came from. 
But I feel like I should have noticed him taking it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where it came from before. But I just, I specifically noticed, because I was looking at his hands, because he had reached in and not taken out two scarves. Right. I'm like, oh, does he have a fork? I want to see him grab the fork. Right. And he did. And he reached in his pants pocket for the fork. So I think he would have noticed he put a fork in his pants pocket. <laughs> you should feel that. If it normally wasn't there. And he did throw the boxers from the floor again. And they hit a woman in the face in the second <laughs> row. <laughs> so I usually don't make this call this early, but I'm going to call it right now. Even with the missing scars, One More Minute was wow. my favorite song of the wow. evening. So then we had the drum solo. And again, Al says, John Bermuda Schwartz, what a guy at the end of it. Yeah. So I don't know if he's just been doing it the whole time. And just, <laughs> I just only recently noticed that, but he's certainly been doing it consistently. I think maybe saying what a guy gives him a couple extra seconds to slip that shirt right over <laughs> the puffy shirt. The puffy shirt on because that transition to that puffy shirt is super fast. So then we had the song that everyone waits for. <laughs> everyone who listens to the podcast is waiting for our breakdown of this song. And that is, of course, Jurassic Park. Yes. So, I mean, what's the part that we all care about? Your prediction came true again. And the drink was red. Yes. I'm you made that, a thousand so far. Yeah, you made that bold prediction that everyone would be red. And so far, so good. So far, According so to good. your logic. Yes. Will you admit that today's was absolutely red as well? Today's was absolutely red. Thank you. That's <laughs> all I wanted to hear. <laughs> so don't download this song was great. Yes. Uh, so this was interesting. Oh, by the way, that couple came back. At one point, <laughs> during Don't Download This Song? Sometime around Word Crimes. Oh. So. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> so they were only gone for like 10 minutes. <laughs> well, 30 minutes because of the 20-minute intermission. Oh, okay. Right. So the couple that came back, clearly I could overhear their conversations. They were sitting next to me. The woman in the couple was the Weird Al fan, and the gentleman she was with had not really heard any songs before. Okay. So <laughs> um, he was just kind of So there he was kind of there with, with her to, as a, just to kind of as a friend to go to the concert with. <laughs> and she was like going, well, as soon as he said, you know, those is, he says a little bit how, you know, this is a, a message from the uh, Recording Institute of America, the RIAA. She got said, oh, she got excited. She knew exactly what it was. She's like, this is my favorite song. Wow. And so he's like, what is it? Don't download this song. And That's so great. she was really excited. She sang along the entire song, <laughs> which is like. Which is great because it's, it's, you know, one of those songs that, yes, it was released as a single, but it's like one of those songs where you, people say, what is your favorite Weird Al song? It's not usually... I've never heard someone say, don't say, download don't this song. song. But it was her favorite song. She but was it, it, would, to hear it. It is a good choice. and It's a great song. And people had their cell phones out, waving it during Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I took it out as well. You um, wasted your battery. I did. I wasted my battery. But it looked cool because it was kind of... We were in the bottom of like this bowl because it was like a hockey arena. So mm-hmm. you could look all the way up the sides. Yeah. All just cell phones. I did see a later song where they yeah. were. That uh, so that was really cool. Weasel stopping me. Yeah, Weasel Stop Your Day was great. Al started off and said, you know, it doesn't offend me when people say happy holidays and goes into this whole spiel about that. And I, I love Weasel Stopping Day. I move my head side to side when Al and the band <laughs> do. Although Al moves his head and I notice that Steve and Jim kind of move their whole bodies or their, you know, their shoulders and their head. Interesting. But Al just kind of moves his neck side to side during that interlude. So the gentleman sitting next to me, 
at this point turned to his friend and said, what was that? (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, oh, it's going to get better. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So then we had a bass solo. Yeah. And Steve played it with his mouth. Yep. (laughs) One note with his mouth. And I did notice that when Al called for the bass solo... Steve did not yet have that bass guitar in his hand. Yeah. So he kind of walked over, picked it up, and then he did it. So we had been curious if there was some rhyme or reason, and we're still trying to figure out if there is, whether or not he calls on Steve or somebody in the orchestra. And we had asked Bermuda his opinion on that at dinner. Yeah. And and Bermuda said he hadn't noticed a pattern. Yeah, so I'm curious if there is a pattern, or maybe it really is just random. (laughs) Well, so far, your your theory where he only does the orchestra on the evenings where he does You Don't Love Me Anymore is holding up. So we'll see if that holds up. We have one uh, more chance, one more chance to, figure to, this to, out. to figure that out. And the next song up was Tacky. Yes. And I was sitting right in the second row, so I was hoping that Al would see me during Tacky and grab my hat or something. But <laughs> no such luck. He did point to the guy next to me. Ah. Uh, one of the large Albanian women. But uh, <laughs> I wonder if Al, I mean, I wonder if he recognizes people in the audience or if he's just so set on remembering the lyrics, not tripping. You know, he's got so much to remember. Uh, I, 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 he recognizes people. In the you audience. think? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt that the band knows what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Al, too, knows what's going on and where people are sitting that they, you know, know. And I'm even guessing that. When Al comes out in the beginning of the show, he's scoping out where the uh, women are that he's going to sing to for oh, one you think? more minute. You or, think? And maybe even some of the people he wants to interact with during tech. Mm. Why would they not have everyone up on stage is, a, is very... Uh, well, sometimes it's hard to see. I mean, having experience performing on stage, you can't always see because there are bright sure lights in your eyes. There might be instances... The audiences are not can. illuminated. So there might be instances where he can't, but I'm thinking whenever he can... He can pick it out. Harvey the Wonder Hamster. Oh, I didn't write. The, oh, I did write down Harvey. <laughs> uh, he did. It. He performed it. He, I did write it down. I just didn't see it. No, I, I wanted to say one more thing about oh, Tacky. Sorry. So Al kind of went behind the floor audience, and when he walked past the light and sound tables, Peaches was waving. I don't know if you noticed <laughs> oh, that. I didn't know that. He was like kind of in the background, just kind of waving at the camera. But yeah, Harvey, Harvey the Wonder Hamster. I wrote that down, but that's all I wrote. <laughs> Standard Harvey. Standard Harvey. Jackson Park Express. Standard Jackson Park Express. I didn't write anything down for that one either. I also did not write anything down for Jackson Park Express. Did nothing wrong with it. After 60-something shows, they can't surprise us anymore. Although I did have a great view of Monique's face for I Like Your Boobs, which is uh, a favorite of mine. I did see that as well. The video package where everyone needs to know, did they fix the word crime in... It was so crazy so i'm watching it and it pops up and i'm like oh, they fixed it and then i remember that no i just am confused and uh, they did not fix it, it still says a fact <laughs> even in canada <laughs> even the canadian well, maybe spelling. it's correct in canada no okay <laughs> smells like nirvana i got baptized again you did i got a, a little splash and it's always great to do that and um, well yeah the funny thing about that is that the water made it out, and Jackie said she got hit by the water. I did not get hit by water. I got only slightly and, hit by water. And if Or if I did get hit by the water, I got hit on a piece of clothing and not an exposed, notice. exposed yeah. body part. So 
I'm calling that I did not get baptized today. Jackie did, and you did. Yes. So I loved the tuba part again. <laughs> I noticed they did have a light go on him specifically for a little tuba solo, and it it's just. What I'm still not able to figure out is, has it always been like that, or is this special with this orchestra? Oh, I didn't, again, I didn't notice the light, but I was maybe not looking at <laughs> the tuba player <laughs> at that point. One thing I was wondering is when Al gargles the water, yeah. the last couple shows have been noticing like kind of a weird noise during it, and I'm wondering if there's a track playing during that to kind of add to the gargles. I think there is. Uh, I think it would be hard for the microphone to pick up the gargling and have it be consistent. So I have always thought that that was just pre-recorded. Okay. Al's obviously gargling because there's water spitting, <laughs> spewing out <laughs> of his everywhere. mouth. Yeah. But I would think that you know the fact that that would be something that be kind of hard to control. You know, every single show. I think I think that's a track. I really enjoyed the fog mix on this one. Yes. Just, just I just felt the fog just filled up the whole arena i felt it was really nice and then i also uh noticed a black cup again yes for the water and i noticed that when the owls gals threw the pom-poms on al one of them kind of missed al and he kind of reached over and picked it that's so great i didn't write anything for dare to be stupid or white and nerdy so i'll let you take those okay i did write one thing for dare to be stupid and that was some person in the second row, right in front of me, raised his hand when uh, they asked for a volunteer. Oh, wow. I raised my hand, and I was in the second row. Huh. I wonder why I didn't see them. Huh. I don't know. You didn't see them raise their hand? No. Oh, okay. Hmm. I wonder who it could How have did been. I miss that? And I also noticed that <laughs> when he says, I can't hear you, and usually the volume of the audience gets louder. It didn't. And he still said, okay, I can hear yeah. you now. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed that it, it wasn't a very vocal audience tonight in, in the, the singing department. <laughs> and then uh, we had White and Nerdy, where Al comes out on the Segway. And that was got a whole bunch of cheers, as it always does. And I like that the stage was really big today. Yeah, like, like a lot like of room. Really wide and really, like, depth of it, I guess. <laughs> So there was a big stage for Al to kind of ride around on the Segway. And I'm really, obviously he's been doing this for a while, but I'm really impressed how he can sing and still move that Segway around and not miss anything. I think that's yeah, great. Yeah, and I noticed he was kind of bobbing up and down again. Yes. He was <laughs> while he was well, riding. So not, yeah. So, so he was just, showing off. Just add a little bit. Not only can I sing it while riding a Segway, but I can also dance. Yes. <laughs> Amish paradise we got. There was a little swirly action from uh, Ezekiel, <laughs> which was great. Yep, and there was no arm waving during the first verse. Not even by you? No arm waving. Not even by you. Why, how did that happen? I just was reading, the, I was reading the crowd, and I figured this is not a crowd that is going to do arm waving. Well, I did not do arm waving the first one, but I did do it the second and third. Yes, the second one, I felt that everyone was uh, participating. The third one, it was a mixed bag. Do you notice at the end of the song where they go, yeah. Yes. Al's gals all kind of say it slightly differently. Huh. And it's fun to listen to them say, yeah. <laughs> and how they pronounce it and how they say it. So that's something to look out for for the next show. And then the Amish vamp. 
So my note on the Amish vamp is that when Al goes around, of course, and he introduces all the band members, when he gets to Ruben, I noticed that Scotty kind of bent over and pointed at him and kind of called oh, yeah. him out. Yeah, so it's <laughs> like, oh, okay, so they must have something going where where they're uh, they're kind of trying to make each other, <laughs> get each other's attention on yeah. stage or something. Oh, uh, that's funny. So that was kind of cool. And then I noticed that they got a standing ovation at the end of Amish Ramp. Yes, and did you catch what Al referred to the orchestra as? He called it the Victoria Orchestra, even though it was the same orchestra as Vancouver. Wow. Maybe you like how Al's band changes their name with every album, that maybe the orchestra changes their name with every city. <laughs> Just slightly. Change it, maybe. <laughs> this was one of the most interesting setups of 501st members. Yes, yeah, this is definitely the most bizarre I've seen. So it was in order from Jim to Steve. Yep. Two black costume yeah. TIE fighter pilots. Yep. A Tuscan Raider. Also known as a sand person or sand people. Sand, sand dude. People. Sand Tuscan Raider. Mr. Yep. Sandman. And then after the Tuscan Raider, three stormtroopers. Yes. And that was it. There was no Darth Vader. There was no symmetry. There was no nothing. It was very interesting. I'm trying to think back and I can only remember a... I don't remember what venues they were, but I don't remember a handful of concerts, maybe one or two, where there was no Darth Vader that I was in attendance. So this was like a really unique experience where there was no Darth Vader up on stage. And also the fact that there were, I mean, every once in a while we'll see, you know, TIE fighter pilots, but there were two of them. And usually it's symmetrical. It's usually symmetrical. And I don't even remember seeing, I don't ever remember seeing a Tuscan Raider before. No, I just, I mean, those freaked me the heck out when i was a kid <laughs> they're the scariest ones Those they ones are they are weird looking with a scary mask and their stick yeah so, but this one i mean i think of them as being very tall and the, the 501st member who was portraying them were not very tall <laughs> but i did i was happy for monique that she didn't have to smell a stinky uh, Darth Vader. <laughs> and you well, can actually see him. That was cool. Yeah, that was one benefit of not having a Darth Vader is you could actually see Al's gals for this song. Well, you know, as soon as I saw the lineup, I started in my notes for this boy and for... <laughs> uh, for uh, When he's going to put his head on the shoulder. Yeah, I wrote down so I could just fill it out as it happened because <laughs> I wanted to know what was going to go down. And he sang to the gym-most stormtrooper. Um, <laughs> so, of the three stormtroopers, the one... The one that would normally sent- be standing next to Darth Vader. Yes, yeah. Had Darth Vader been there. And then for this boy, Al just didn't sing it to anyone. He just sang it. He just stood up in front of the stage and just said, now train this boy. <laughs> and he didn't make any hand motions or anything. And, and it was also during Saga Begins that I noticed the whole venue is waving their flashlights on their phone. Yeah, that was, again, the cell phones came out for that. I know that you don't like to wave your arms at the end of the song, and that's because you feel like that it's hard to follow with multiple people up on stage. They're not always in sync. Yeah. I could see the Owls Gals very well. They were also waving their arms, and the three of them, of course, were in sync. So I waved my arms with them... That's so the that, only way I've been able to do it is if you watch Al's Gals, but it's sometimes it's hard to do, and I don't think it's necessary for the song, so I'm okay. I feel like it, it adds something, so it, again, it's 
it's an alkaji. Do what you want. You want to participate? Participate. Right. Don't. Don't. But right. I feel There's like no rules. It's your concert that you're going to. You can pick how, how you do it. So we got Yoda. I had a little weird Yoda experience because there were two empty seats behind Jackie and me throughout the entire concert. A woman sat down in one of the seats. Right as the song was starting, two security officers ran over and started yelling at her. <laughs> Probably because they thought she was running down from somewhere else to take her seat. I'm just not quite sure what happened. She started yelling at them. And they're yelling back and forth at each other. <laughs> then she pulls out her purse and she starts rummaging through her purse. She pulls out her wallet. She opens up her wallet and then they walked away. <laughs> so she paid them off is I, what you're saying. I didn't see the exchange <laughs> of money or anything, but I don't know if she had like her, if she had, Maybe she a, had the ticket. She had a ticket, but it was like that seat was empty up until the last like verse of Yoda. So <laughs> if she had had those seats and those were her actual seats... Either she wasn't sitting in them for the entire concert, or she had just had arrived late, showed up <laughs> just in time to run out and hear the last little bit of Yoda. Okay. So I'm not exactly she's sure. Got some of it. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know if security just, if they saw something that they said, okay, that's your seat, you should be there. Or if they just gave up and was like, eh, the concert's over, what the heck? Right. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not going to cause a scene. Right. But she was very enthusiastic for that last verse or so that she did get to hear of Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) And what a fine little verse she got to hear. Although Al said, do it better. Al did say, do it better. I tried. I sang real good, I thought. I felt like, actually, I felt like when he did say, do it better, the crowd did do it better. Oh, well, good. So, yes, you contributed to that as well. Well, I'm Again, Dave and Ethan's 2008 Weird Al podcast helping to contribute and make each concert better. <laughs> and then did you notice that only half of the theater got confetti? I noticed that our half did not get I confetti. I know, our half did not I get confetti. I was like, I was right in, you know, the splatter zone of confetti. So I was so excited. And there was a confetti cannon on stage. There was it just never fan. fired off. I was so bummed. So Jim's uh, side of the stage got confetti. Our side did not. Right. So... Immediately after, as the show ends, JW came down and was yelling, Blue Pass people, follow me. Blue yeah. Pass people, follow me. And he brought us up the side of the, you know, the, and he just kept yelling like constantly, Blue Pass people, follow me. <laughs> and uh, he eventually brought us into his little restaurant type area where they had up on one of the concourses. And beautiful setup, actually. I thought it was really nice in there. They had all the candles out on the table and they had pizza. Yep, um, from Domino's. From Domino's, of course. Canadian Domino's. <laughs> and JW gives his little speech, you know, uh, to everybody, and he makes everybody have feel comfortable. And then we went up, and and it was uncrowded. There was like I think he said there were sixty one people at the VIP party. Yeah, so it was. Uh, it, was it was very kind of nice. It was relaxed. It went quick. Um, it went really quick. Very quick, and. It was really cool. I actually got to uh, take a picture with the Tuscan Raider and oh. <laughs> uh, and the uh, Tie Fighter pilots and one of the stormtroopers and the Tuscan Raider. I was talking a little bit to him and he was a really nice guy and uh, he actually has sound effects on his costume somewhere which he turned on for me. Which are sound effects from the movie of the, Tus- awesome. the Tuscan Raider makes. What do they go there? Yes, yeah, something like that. <laughs> and I kind of asked him to take a picture, and I took one, of course, as I now take every single picture I take of myself in my pose from the character that <laughs> Kelly uh, drew of us, the hand up, like in the in 3D 
album cover then he kind of insisted no, i want to do one where i'm angry and we're fighting with each other kind of thing right. so, so i did one with my fists up as well <laughs> and he had, he took up his little stick and, and he was a lot of fun to actually that's talk great to. and then uh i didn't think to ask him why there was no darth vader but i figured well maybe victoria doesn't have a darth vader I mean, or maybe he's stuck on the boat with Frank. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> maybe Frank was supposed to be Darth Vader. Hey, I never thought about that. Oh, well, too bad for Frank. He should have used the Force earlier to get on the boat. Oh, we got our picture with Al, of course. I did a prom picture tonight. <laughs> Yours came out very funny. <laughs> so I'm standing there with my arms crossed in front of me, and Al's hands are on my shoulder, and... It's really funny. <laughs> I like it. I did my traditional Dave and Ethan 2000 and Weird Al podcast pose, and I asked Al to do your pose. Right, with my hand. <laughs> with your hand signal. And then Jackie was in the picture as well, and Al kind of is looking at, you, at this, how his fingers are set up, and Jackie's kind of looking at both of us like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it, was, it was actually a really good picture. Yeah. Because it was a little more relaxed, JW actually had some time to kind of come over and talk with me, so I cause he was uh, kind of cleaning up a little bit, so I was just following him around and you know making sure he was doing his job. <laughs> no, but I was I was chatting with JW, so because I didn't get a lot of time on this tour to actually get to talk to JW, because he's been busy as could be so it was really great that we got to talk to him before the show and also after the show and i kind of helped him clean up a couple uh, of items you know just to help him out a little bit and then uh we went up and we were again the last people in line yep and we got to talk to al and he said he had listened to the podcast and listened to the episode with bermuda already <laughs> i mean we posted it well for, like when did frank post it he posted it like about three o'clock or so so Al, he went right into it and listened to it. That's really cool that his pre-show uh, ritual is to listen to our podcast. <laughs> Maybe we have to start sending it to Al in advance. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we, yeah, we kind of chat a little about Well, what's the... he going to do if the show's not on a Wednesday? I don't know. Uh, he can listen to back episodes. That's true. There's nothing that says you can't listen to an episode more than or once. Or he could listen to the podcast in reverse. He could. He could put on his whole concert in reverse if he wanted to. Well, that's true. We did ask Al which one guest would he most like to hear on the podcast. He gave us a great suggestion. Someone who Frank should have a very easy time getting. Yeah, I don't think we'll have any trouble at all tracking this person down. No. Uh, of course, uh, he suggested Sir Paul McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Paul, uh, if you're listening, if, let us know. If you're listening and you'd like to be a guest on our podcast, I think we have a couple free spots where we can uh, fit you in. Yeah, definitely sometime in October 2021, we'll have some room. So We have a lot of great episodes already. Yeah. Already, a lot of great interviews. <laughs> so I'm sure we can get you on sometime. In yeah, the in the couple next couple of years. years we'll be, yeah. Just the email frank at 2000inch.com. He'll set up something uh as long as it fits in our schedule. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean... We're not going to go out of the way for this for, for Sir Paul McCartney. Come on. No. No. So, one more show left. We have to catch another ferry tomorrow. Another ferry? We have to get up in like two hours to catch this ferry. <laughs> we did get back to the hotel at by like 1130. I mean, it is late now. Cause yeah. We, of course, we goof around. Right. <laughs> but we did get back to the hotel about 1130s, which is I might be like a record for this tour for me. I think it is, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there was any other show that I got back. In, in the, I mean, there were a couple shows I got back on the same day, but just barely. Right. But 1130 was like, ooh. Actually, some of the Florida shows, I think we got back by like 11 or 
or so because they start a little earlier, Jackie and I. But I mean, really, <laughs> to get back out to the hotel on the same day is like is rare. So <laughs> tomorrow we take a ferry and then we are in Abbotsford, British Columbia for the last show that we are going to see on this tour. It's the last good show because it'll be the last one that we're at. Well, I mean, we're going to come back out here and see the Lumberjack show. Well, that's a given. But now one more time, and that is in Abbotsford, British Columbia at Abbotsford Center. That is August 22nd, and that is our last show until we start our Lumberjack podcast. So be sure to subscribe to the Lumberjack podcast and get your flannel on. Oh, we should have told those guys, the guy with the, the, the skirt five, and the, yeah. The five suit. We should have told him he about might. the Lumberjack podcast. He would have been a great guest. Well, that's a missed opportunity. <laughs> I guess we can't do the podcast now. <laughs> the Lumberjack podcast. Oh, I think we'll do it. We still got that contact information from the Lumberjack that's we, true. we met on the uh, gondola. <laughs> yeah, he said just to uh, write our information on a log and just put it in the river and he'll find it. <laughs> As lumberjacks do. That was Dave Nathan's 2008 Weird Al Podcast. Bonus episode 25 centimeters. Well, the weather for the whole area will continue much the same as the past few days. Temperatures 17 centigrade, that's 49 Fahrenheit. Winds will freshen later tonight to southwest, force 6 or 7. And there will be showers, sometimes heavy in many... Oh, sod it. I didn't want to do this. I don't want to be a weather forecaster. I don't want to rabbit on all day about sunny periods and patches of rain spreading from the west. I want it to be... A lumberjack leaping from tree to tree as they float down the mighty rivers of British Columbia. The giant redwood, the larch, the fir, the mighty Scots pine, the lofty flowering cherry, the plucky little aspen, the limping rude tree of Nigeria, the towering wattle of Aldershot, the maidenhead creeping water plant. Leftershire flashing oak, the flatulent elm of West Ryslip, the Quercus Maximus Bambergascoini, the Epagulus Labata Huius Greenus, with my best buddy by my side, we'd sing, sing, sing. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay, I sleep all night and I work all day. He's a lumberjack and he's okay. Cut down trees, I eat my lunch, I go to the lavatory. On Wednesdays, I go shopping and have buttered scones for tea. He cuts down trees, eats his lunch, he goes to the lavatory. On Wednesdays, he goes shopping and has buttered scones for tea. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay, I sleep all night and I work all day. I cut down trees, I skip and jump, I like to press wildflowers. I put on women's clothing and hang around in bars. I cut down trees, skips and jumps, he likes to press wildflowers. He puts on women's clothing and hangs around in bars. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay, I sleep all night and
countries Where high heels, suspenders and a bra I wish I'd been a girly Just like my dear papa Oh!